This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. Hey, my friends, what's up? Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. Welcome to another episode of the Learn Jazz Standards podcast. I'm answering your jazz and music questions five days a week to help you have more fun than ever playing jazz and shorten the learning curve in your jazz journey. We have a great question today from Michael Hargrove. Let's give it a listen. Hey, Brent. I was just curious on which jazz guitar album might be your favorite. Ooh, jazz guitar albums. This is uh, this is a tricky one, right? Which one is my favorite? But also in the spirit of this episode, I'd like to just share some great jazz guitar albums that really anyone should check out. And I'm not talking about just guitar players here. Really, anyone should check out these albums that are really good. And I'll share at the end which one is my favorite, uh, or I'll name one of my favorites anyways. And this by no means is a list of the most essential of all time. I'm just going to name some that I think are important and worth checking out. Uh, Jangology by Django Reinhardt okay, is one. Jangology, uh, Django Reinhardt. This one is really just, you know, a way to understand the guitar player that is Django Reinhardt. Gypsy jazz, that style, um, and that kind of jazz that exists out there. Obviously, Django Reinhardt uh, is an amazing guitar player. Um, he's especially talented because he only plays with essentially two fingers. Um, the others were, uh, he lost his fingers in an accident. So incredibly talented, amazing player. Great way to understand who he is in, in that style of music in general. The Genius of the Electric Guitar by Charlie Christian. So Charlie Christian is what a lot of you know people think of as like the jazz guitarist that sort of started this idea of guitar being an improvised instrument in jazz. Whereas before, you know, guitarists kind of played more of a percussive role or a comping role. Well, now with the advent of the electric guitar, Charlie Christian was kind of the guy that was putting that on the map and of course influenced a lot of other um, musicians after that. Uh, there's the incredible jazz guitar of West Montgomery, which is a great album just to sort of get an idea of who West Montgomery is and how influential of a guitarist he actually is. He's one of those guys where he influenced almost every other jazz guitarist that came after him his specific style of playing with his thumb, the use of octaves, the chord soloing, all that stuff was, you know, really a huge contribution from him. So that's a good album. Uh, Virtuoso by Joe Pass is another one. Uh, this is a good one to check out just to see 
the possibilities as a solo instrument, guitar as a solo instrument. And Joe Pass, in my opinion, is got to be the best, if, if not one of the best, jazz guitarists who can play solo guitar. Uh, incredible technique, incredible musicality. Really, it's sort of just a, a Bible of sorts of how to, a handbook, I guess you could say, of how to play solo jazz guitar. So that's definitely one to check out. Um, okay. Probably my favorite jazz guitar. Well, no, um, let's go, let's go to another jazz guitar album first before I give you my favorite. Another one to check out from West Montgomery is going to be smoking at the half note with Winton Kelly. Okay. Smoking at the half note with Winton Kelly. Uh, if you have not listened to that album, uh, you have to check this one out. Uh, especially pianists are going to love this album as well. Cause Winton Kelly is just incredible. Um, but this is a really great album, Smoking at the Half Note with Wynton Kelly. And I love, I love Wes Montgomery's playing on this particular album more than probably any other Wes Montgomery album that I check out. So I also love the guitar piano uh, duo thing. Uh, it's not a duo recording. It's just the, the two of them being the primary, I guess, you know, playing instruments, improvising instruments. That's what I, I really like that. Um, the next one, let's go a little bit into the, I guess, more modern era. I think it's worthwhile checking out really any one of Kurt Rosenwinkel's albums, but the one that I particularly like is called um, Deep Song. So Kurt Rosenwinkel's Deep Song. As a composer, he's, you know, revolutionary. Um, his sound is completely unique. His technical ability is unique and perhaps in some ways unmatched and he's really just an incredibly musical player like not just guitar players should check out kurt rosenwinkel really anyone should check out kurt rosenwinkel especially because kurt rosenwinkel has basically checked out anyone else right like he's he's learned coltrane he's learned all the guys right um incredible modern jazz guitarist that I think everyone should pay attention to. So Deep Song is one I really like on that. Probably my favorite jazz guitar album is actually technically not a jazz guitarist album. It's a it's The Bridge by Sonny Rollins. Okay, The Bridge by Sonny Rollins. So a little background on this album for those who aren't familiar is Sonny Rollins took a hiatus of sorts from gigging and performing. And Legend has it, he would go out onto the Williamsburg Bridge in New York City and sit there and practice during those years uh, as not to disturb his neighbors, right? And so he'd practice out on this bridge. And so after his hiatus of sorts was over and he wanted to get back into his career again, he recorded this album called The Bridge. And so it's kind of a big deal because like the cast of characters he calls on to be his reintroduction to, in, into the jazz world um, back onto the scene, it's kind of, it's, it's interesting to like, think of who he actually chose. And to me, what's really interesting is he chose Jim Hall, guitarist Jim Hall to be the primary comping instrument on that album. In other words, there's actually no piano on the bridge. It's, it's guitar. So I thought that was an interesting choice just because, you, you know, I don't know, it's in my head, you would think that Sonny Rollins would come back and hire a great piano player, you know, has a big full comping sound, but no, he's like, no, I want guitar. And I absolutely love this album because it really shows you how a guitar can be an incredibly comping 
great comping instrument and how to actually comp. It's, it's like a handbook for me on how to comp as a guitarist. I would love, I love just listening to that album just to seriously listen to, Oh, how does, how do I comp? <laughs> okay. Jim Hall, show me how you did it with Sonny Rollins in the band. It's just incredible. And I also just love to hear the contrast between Jim Hall and Sonny Rollins. Like Sonny Rollins, he's got chops for days, incredible technique. Um, he can improvise at incredibly fast speeds. And Jim Hall has a more melodic sense of playing, perhaps not as, as much technique, right? It's not as, as not as many chops, but he just plays with who he is. He, he uses his skill sets as a jazz guitar player and he puts it to great use and sounds incredible on that album. And it really contrasts Sonny Rollins really nicely. So for those reasons, I love listening to that as from a guitar player's perspective, but again, from anyone who plays jazz on whatever instrument you play, it's, great to listen to Jim Hall on that and just think about it for yourself. You know, how would you respond to how he's playing? How does he use his voice in his own way? And how can you use yours? It's a great lesson for me. So there are so many jazz guitar albums to mention. And like, of course, we I didn't even really mention Pat Metheny's Bright Sized Life. And there's so many more, really. Um, but those kind of get you headed in the right direction. And all of them are good. And I, I love listening to guitar players, saxophone players, piano players, you know, drummers, um, bass. Pl- I, mean, I love listening to all of it. Um, and so those are some good guitar ones that you could listen to as well. All right. That's all for today's episode. Remember that knowledge without action isn't really knowledge at all. And remember that a lot of practice time isn't near as beneficial as just a little bit of really good practice time. So make sure that you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We got our fast track Friday episode coming out tomorrow. Don't want you to miss this one. So we'll see you next time. Happy practicing and cheers. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.